Blog Talk Radio. Happenings at the tower. 
he would have people come in and meet with them, said AB News consultant, ABC News consultant and ex-FBI agent Rich Frankel. He would use the phones. His base of operations was in the Trump Towers. Hmm. Trump's claim earlier this month that President Obama tapped his own residence in the months before the 2016 election has proved to not be as successful. I don't know. Hardly read read this. It keeps jumping all around. Go to another one. Uh, last week, our White House press secretary Sean Spicer cited a Fox News commentator claimed that British intelligence agency government communication headquarters carried out the surveillance of Trump's home before the election, causing Great Britain to take the offense. Uh, despite reports in British media that the White House apologized for the statement. Officials dismissed that notion, saying that they merely spoke to British authorities about it. Whatever that means. Holy cow. Walmart pictures. Terrible. Uh, so anyway, so so much for that. Let me see if I can get rid of it. There. Ah, yes. Didn't right. make much sense trying to read it. No, here's something that came up, too, that, that uh, you know, we, we talk about a lot about alerts here and stuff. M44 cyanide bomb yeah, kills was, dog, but this, many more are spread across the U.S. This was sent over by uh, Governor Jan Brewer, or former Arizona governor. And this is the Conservative she's, she's, Tribune. Yeah. Part of the job of M44 the federal... M44 cyanide bomb I just read dog. that. I just read that. You just read that? Yes. Oh, okay. Part of the job of the federal government is to protect landowners, farmers, and people in general from dangerous animals that may threaten livestock or even attack humans. How the government protects Americans from these animals has been called into question. After a family dog in Pancatello, Idaho, was killed by a device used by the Department of Agriculture, the East Idaho News reported, Canyon Mansfield 14 was walking with his family dog when he noticed a pipe sticking out of the ground. As soon as he touched the pipe, it released a deadly poison. Ooh. I see this little pipe that looked like a sprinkler sticking out of the ground, Mansfield told the newspaper. I go over and touch it, then it makes a pop sound and it spews orange gas everywhere. Ooh, that's disgusting. When Mansfield touched was actually a device called an M44, a cyanide distribution method the government uses in humanity's endless battle with nature's changers. While Mansfield was able to get the stuff since off himself quickly, his dog wasn't so lucky. The yellow Labrador ended up dying from the poison because no one knew what it was right away. WTI reported that the family was never notified that M444 bombs had been placed near their property, something that goes far beyond the government being clueless. This had the potential to kill people. We didn't know anything about it. No neighborhood notifications, and our local authorities didn't know anything about them, Mark Mansfield Canyon's father explained. The sheriff deputies who went up there didn't even know what a cyanide bomb was. The death of the family's dog and other similar deaths in other states have caused landowners to consider banning the use of M44 devices. I think so by the Department of Agriculture, Fox News reported. Oregon Democrat Representative Peter DeFazio 
plan to introduce a bill in the House this week to end the use of such devices by the Department of Agriculture for predator control once and for all. In the meantime, if you come across a suspicious-looking pipe sticking out of the ground, your best course of action would be to go the other way quickly and call the authorities. That's awful. So, you know, if you, if you see it, it could be a cyanide bomb. Jesus. It's amazing. A weird stick sticking out of a weird pipe sticking out of a, out of the ground out of nowhere. Oh, here's a good one. Sen- State Senator yeah. Ted Kennedy, Jr., uh, would like a bill which would require all correct Connecticut residents to be organ donors. That's oh, you and oh. me, Lila. We have to organize our don our donations to to our organs now. A bill, yeah. He doesn't own the state. Doesn't own your body. No, what the hell are these crazy bastards? Connecticut is is a, is sick enough. You got to deal with this. Currently, Connecticut residents must sign a consent form to become an organ donor, and many can do so when they obtain a new or renew their driver's license. We can easily increase the availability of, of donated organs, Kennedy, son of the late U.S. Senator from Massachusetts, wrote in a letter to the editor at the New Haven Register in, Feb- in February. Oh, he's an idiot. Yeah. yeah the, the gene pool kind of dried up after uh, Teddy, I guess. It dried up before Teddy. It died dried up before Teddy, yeah. After John John and Robert. Robert. I have proposed a bill, SB 750, an act concerning organ donation that would change our state policy on organ donation so that all citizens can become donors upon their death unless they join an official registry to opt out. Connecticut has an opt-in donation policy, meaning... Only those who have given explicit consent are donors. This, why not? That's the way it should be, isn't it? Yes. Okay. This policy results in a small percentage of citizens who donate their organs at a time of death. Even though polls show that over 90% of those surveyed say they will that they would be willing to donate their organs when they die. Over 30 countries around the world, including 24 European nations, have presumed consent or opt-out policies, resulting in very high organ donation rates. So they, in other words, they, when you die, they just grab your organs. Yeah, I don't think so. That's uh, what the Chinese do. Yeah, they well, they they kill you, then they take the organs, especially if you're a dissenter. Yeah. And Connecticut can lead the way and save lives, and an easier and more compassionate organ donation policy. And you I know, think that's misguided. I do too. I, I do too. This guy isn't this the guy that crashed into the into with a, with Ambien or something? No. Is his brother? I don't know. No, that was his aunt. No, no. Their whole family was into the ambiance there. No, uh, I don't know. Brother This is the first guy. No, he he, he ran in Washington, D.C. there. Oh, Patrick. Yeah, that was his younger brother. Oh. Yes, you're right. He went wacko zacko. I don't know what happened to him. And then then Robert Kennedy's wife went wacko zacko on his stuff, too. Remember? Yeah, they must. I wonder if they have stock in the company. Maybe. Yeah. They well, probably anyway, got free samples. But he's the head of the, vac- of the non-vaccine, uh, fighting vaccines now, nationally. Who's that? Uh, Robert Kennedy really? Jr. Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, he makes more sense than this guy. Yeah, well, well, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Trump uh, ma- approved him, made him the official anti-vaccine guy. Oh, good. He doesn't like him. 
they don't like
was the expansive cooperation between Toronto Police and organizations worldwide. This confirms that when we work together, regardless of the borders that divide us, we can successfully take down those who not only prey on our most vulnerable, but also profit from it. Child pornography has become more prevalent and larger than we ever like to imagine. It is said to be a $3 billion industry globally, generating massive amounts of money for people willing to exploit young children. While federal agencies work effortlessly to fight, uh, endlessly to fight, uh, uh, well, and effortlessly, uh, well, they to fight this global issue and rescue the children affected, the people who actually get caught for the crime are just the tip of the iceberg. Child pornography has been expanding virally on the web for years, and the material is getting worse. In 2008, Interact Watch Foundation found 1,536 individual child abuse domains. Every week, there are over 20,000 images of child pornography posted on the web. Can you turn that? National Society for the Prevention of Child Pornography posts. No, wait a minute. That's that's National where Society they got that. National Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children. 2003. That's where they got that. I know, but that. I'm quoting it. Furthermore, U.S. Customs Services estimates that the illegal child pornography is offered by approximately 100,000 websites. To report an incident involving the, uh, the possession, distribution, receipt, or production of child pornography, file a report on the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. That's uh, a website at www.cyber. Tipline. Tipline.com or call 1-800-843-5678. What you can do. This is a huge problem in our society and we can't let it slip into the background. You can share this article to take a stand and raise the awareness on the global issue. Start conversations by wearing our Stop the Demand tee, which highlights the link between porn and human trafficking. By taking a stand, we can make a difference. Um, and, you can and you can order that T-shirt. Fight the New Drug is the website. Right. I, I recommend you go to that. Uh, yeah, Trump is breaking down. Uh, Trump and Sessions are breaking down um, this whole thing now. That's why it's and, important uh, to secure your borders. Yes. Because you want to cut down on child trafficking and not make it so easy for people. Uh, it's important that we don't go to war and, cre and create huge populations of children with no one caring for them. Those children are picked up and exploited because there's nobody to protect them. Now, see, these are, uh, yeah, here's one. Let's get up to the top there. New York Police Department uh, turns against the FBI. Sees laptop shows Hillary Clinton covered up winners alleged sex crimes with 15-year-old during the election. That's so, disgusting. Yeah. So New York Police Department detectives and police, I don't know, just want to make sure everyone knows where this is coming from. True Pundit is, what, is the... Site. Uh, yeah. Um, where are we here? Okay. Uh, not blowing the whistle on the serial sexer allowed Wiener to keep sexting the youth... Uh, via cell phone and internet chats for approximately another four months. New York Police Department uh, sources said 
uh, while Clinton was busy uh, campaigning to be the first female U.S. president with Wiener's wife and aide, Uma Abedin, uh, he was at home spending the 15-year-old online, uh, sending the 15-year-old online porn and divulging his rape fantasies to the girl. Oh, my God. New York uh, Police Department uh, sources, sources said, said Wiener also apparently talked on the telephone with the girl based on intelligence uh, gleaned from the laptop. And instead of rescuing the minor from a sex-obsessed Wiener, Clinton, who was the Democratic presidential candidate at the time, an eventual frontrunner, counseled her longtime aide, Albedin, to end her relationship with him because bad publicity could harm the campaign. And an NYPD official said Clinton and Abedin uh, discovered Wiener's sexting with a, room, with a minor in April 2016 and that he had already been corresponding with the youth for months. Neither Clinton nor Abedin apparently did anything to stop the abuse of the minor. Instead, the repeated incidents, uh, which breached a host of state and federal laws, were kept quiet. Yet Clinton, who champions herself as a women's rights advocate, did nothing to help the girl. And it gets even worse. New York Police Department uh, said the high school sophomore was uh, suffering from depression and told Wiener during over seven months of correspondences that she often wanted to end her life. Wiener did nothing to try to stop the girl from hurting herself, the New York Police Department said. He just used her. Yeah. And that's like that uh, guy who ran off with that 15-year-old girl, probably the same thing. Yeah. It's not clear whether Abedin or Clinton knew the girl was having sexual uh, suicidal thoughts, but New York Police Department sources said the FBI didn't know did know uh, because the proof is warehoused on Wiener's Silver Dell in Spiron, 15, uh, 7,000 laptop. <laughs> Dell in 15, 7,000 laptop was the FBI obtained via current search warrant in October. That means that new NYPD sources highlighted highlight the FBI knew Clinton did nothing to try to stop. Well, they the obviously didn't either. No. And the FBI, likewise, was apparently done nothing since the election to change. And even uh, uh, question, Clinton, for that, appears to be intentionally endangering a minor entangled in a child pornography case. Well, FBI Director James Comey said his agents combed Wiener's laptop prior to the election, found no evidence indicating Hillary Clinton had engaged in any criminal conduct. <laughs> Shit. And any, somehow, Comey and his understudies were able to comb through our uh, 600,000 emails and uh, files on the computer in a mere week. You found nothing linking Clinton to the Wiener child pornography case. Yeah, right. Well, how about Wiener, though? You know? How about Uma Abedin? Why is that information does not jive with New York police investigators? According to their intelligence, there was a discussion of charging Clinton with New York uh, statutes for not all alerting a law enforcement that a minor was being repeatedly exploited. But such talk was ultimately quashed by federal prosecutors who said this was now an FBI and Justice Department case and no charges like that would originate from New York or from uh, uh, local law enforcement where the girl lived. Nice. This goes on and on for a while. But even down to the tweet. So what, what's it say in the last paragraph? Uh, it says, Wiener, who employed the alias of T-Dog, who used to go on, he used to be uh, Carlos Danger. Oh. And uh, um, now he's T-Dog. 
T-Dog to correspond with the youth on one texting app, texted the minor that after her on Twitter on After meeting her. Yeah. Hundreds of correspondences included exchanged explicit pictures, pornography, sexual texts and videos chats, as well as possible newly disclosed telephone calls. Two of the more tame exchanges were below. Let's see what those are. T-Dog. Yes. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. And places... Oh, I see. Art again? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't know what that one was. No, no, for me. Well, I'm officially home from my workout. Hard again. Hmm. It's easy to, to make you hard. Oh, that's the girl. Tell me about it. Sigh. I'm in the hot tub, just saying. Oh, what a pig. He mm. sent his picture. Yeah. Prosecutors in the... Uh, let's read the summary. Prosecutors in the office of U.S. Attorney Preet uh, Baharar have issued a subpoena for Wiener's cell phone and travel records, law enforcement sources confirmed, NYPD said it planned to order the same phone and travel records on Clinton and Aberdeen. However, the FBI said it was in the process of requesting the incidental records. Yeah, the right. identical records. Yeah, to bury them and yeah. everything else. They're going to bury this again. Oh. This, pigs, this FBI, man, there's some sick shit. Yeah. Uh, well, here's some good news. A little late in the game, though. Judge ruled that Wisconsin right-to-work law is unconstitutional. Yeah. Now, that was back in April this came out. But why did it just came out again? It just said that it came out in April of last year. Huh. So I'm just getting it now. I don't know why. Um, Wisconsin right-to-work law, championed by Republican Scala, as he was mounting his run for president, was struck down. Friday for violating the state constitution. We covered this uh, back when it happened. But, um, yeah, so. Uh, let's do Has that day. made any difference for the, no. to no, the no, people who reside in that state? Uh, yeah, 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 it does. It does uh, I sure hope so. If I remember, they were treated just, uh, very poorly. Yeah, well, uh, what happened was from a teacher who didn't want to join the union, but it was told she had to pay dues. Mm. And she sued and said, no, I'm not going to. But the right to work law turns out to be law unconstitutional. So, so there, 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 there. Okay. So that was back in April. Last year. That was after Scalia died. So they gave the win to the union. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is why you need to massage your feet. Okay. I got that the other day. So that makes sense. It promotes better sleep? Well, it. Uh, well, uh, all your nerves from all yeah, your. Yeah, it showed in, in this clip you go by over here. See? So, like. See, your, uh, your big toe affects your heart. Your 
middle over here, underneath here, the ball of your foot, is, I guess, represents the lungs. Yeah. Looks like lungs. Looks like a lung. And then the stomach, and then the liver, and then the, the stomach goes here, where right above your heel is the intestines. That's where uh, the nerves. Yeah. What are on those other toes? I can't tell. Here. Your little toe is your small ear, I think, or no, maybe that's a kidney. Maybe a kidney. The two toes that's next to the big toe it looks like eyes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the bottom of the two toes next to your big toe are eyes, <laughs> and affects your eyes, I guess. Mm. These are all the nerves where they end up. And your big toe, that looks like, I don't know what that is looks Is that a brain? Like. Could be. Brain. Your brain is all in your big toe. Hmm. That's, I think that's the brain. Because little toe looks like a kidney. Yeah. Little does toe. that looks like a brain to me? I don't know. Yeah, it does. Huh? What's that thing that looks like a strawberry there with a green on it? Down from the big toe. Over here? Yeah, what is that's that? That's the heart. Oh, oh, okay. That's the heart. That This looks like the brain, and the, this looks like the lungs, and this looks like the heart. Yeah. And this looks like... I don't know what that is. I don't know what like. that is. Could be a lung, I guess. Hmm. And then they so you have to learn how to massage your feet. And, yeah. Huh. So anyway, before you go to bed, massage your feet every night because everything in your in your feet deal with your head. Oh, th this is this is interesting because uh, remember Barnabas? Remember this the the, the disciple that uh, booked yeah. the secrets of Barnabas? Well, they came up with this today, uh, recently. They, they released this. said, uh, A Vatican is in awe. A 1,500-year-old Bible confirms that Jesus Christ was not crucified. This is from Natives Today. This was this, uh, the book of Barnabas, uh, which was... Which I remember that, yeah. Remember uh, Cass Ingram uh, uh, wrote about it. Much to the dismay of, of the Vatican, an approximate... 1500 to 2000 year old Bible was found in Turkey in the Ethnography Museum of Ankara. Discovered and kept secret in the year 2000, the book contains the Gospel of Barnabas, a disciple of Christ, which shows that Jesus was not crucified, nor was he the Son of God, but a prophet. The book also calls Apostle Paul the imposter. The book also claims that Jesus ascended to heaven alive and that Judas Iscariot was crucified in his place. A report by the National Turk says that the Bible was seized from a gang of smugglers in the Mediterranean area operation. The report states that the gang was charged with smuggling antiquities, illegal excavations, and the possession of explosives. The book itself is valued as high as 40 million Turkish liras, approximately $28 million. Man, where is the thieves? Where is the thieves' guild when you need them? According to reports, experts and religious authorities in Tehran insist the book is original. The book itself is written with gold lettering onto loosely tied leather in Aramaic, the language of Jesus Christ. The text maintains a vision similar to Islam, contradicting the New Testament's teaching of Christianity. Jesus also foresees the coming of the prophet Muhammad, who found Islam 700 years later. 
It is believed that during the Council of Nicaea, the Catholic Church handpicked the Gospels that form the Bible as we know it today, omitting the Gospels of Barnabas, among others, in favor of the four canonical Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Many biblical texts have begun to surface over time, including those of the Dead Sea and Gnostic Gospels. But this book especially seems to worry the Vatican. Yeah, interesting. Well, because Jesus was a prophet. Yeah. As it was Muhammad. But um, according to uh, Cass Ingram, who, who wrote the book of uh, uh, the secret scripture about Barnabas, um, he said that it's actually in the Pope's uh, secret uh, library. Yeah. That that's where this this text really is. But uh, maybe they stole maybe it. Maybe it was stolen. But what does this mean to Christian-derived religions and their followers? Quite a tight spot. The Vatican has asked Turkish authorities to let them examine the contents of the book within the church. Now that the book has been found, will they come to accept it and its evidence? Will they deny it altogether, call it a Muslim lie, as did the Truth magazine in 2000? To many, this book is a beacon of hope, and believers uh, soon realize that the object of their adoration is arbitrary and that all texts, especially religious texts, is subjective to interpretation. And uh, What does this mean to atheists, agnostics, and secular thinkers? Not much. Is the text real, fake, does it matter? Not really. But hopefully this news inspires the religious to ask questions instead of pointing fingers or believing anything blindly. Please don't go poking fun or tossing around, I told you so. The biggest danger of faith is when people believe what they want to believe, defending against any and all evidence, especially when the evidence revolutionizes their foundations from the ground up. And the biggest culprit to the danger is the ego trap, rejecting, criticizing others for being unlike you. For centuries, the defense of blind faith has driven nations to war, violence, discrimination, slavery, and to become the society of automatons that we are today, and not for just as long. It has been justified with lies. If you know better, act like it. Yeah, that's I think that's, uh, that's something else. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's interesting. Did you think so? Mm-hmm. I did. Found oh, that fascinating. So. Trump cuts funding to heat assistance for the poor. Yeah, this doesn't sound too good. I hope he didn't do this. Yeah. President Trump's new budget. Um, okay. Trump breaking. Trump cuts funding to heat assistance for the poor and gives a sick excuse. Trump's new budget is devastating to the weak and vulnerable. In this latest attack, Trump is cutting heat assistance to the poor because of his low-impact income program. The uh, the uh, Trump, Trump budget cuts many social problems deeply, like Meals on Wheels. One of those programs is the Low Income Heating Assistance Program. This program helps millions of Americans around the country, and 75% of households that get assistance are elderly, disabled, or have a child. Of course, Trump doesn't care about helping the poor, elderly, or disabled. He wants to give tax gifts to his rich friends instead. So the Trump's budget completely eliminates LEAP. This move literally leaves millions of low-income Americans out in the cold. 
Trump gives a baffling reason for eliminating the program. He, I don't know what he said. He said LEAP is a lower impact program and is unable to demonstrate strong performance outcomes. I doubt that those that live in the northern states feel its lower impact. Many low-income families in these states rely on LEAP to make it through the winter. Just consider the statistics from 2013. In North Dakota, 13,036 families received assistance from LEAP. A Michigan alone, uh, 623,549 families were helped by the program. And in Maine, 44,556 relied on heating assistance they needed from LEAP. The Trump administration elimination of this program will hit cities like Buffalo and Chicago hard. It's not clear how Trump expects these families to make it through the next winter. Trump doesn't seem to think that LEAP has any tangible economic benefit. Since it doesn't make money or create jobs, it must be low impact. But Trump doesn't seem to understand that there's more to his job in government than just creating jobs or helping his rich friends. Many of these programs are meant to help people, especially poor people and poor Americans, who have few options. This is also a low-cost program for the government. LEAP cost the government $3.4 billion last year, which is just a few percentage points above the huge... Um, out of the federal budget. Out of the federal budget, yeah. Cutting LEAP won't save the government much money, but it will hurt millions of Americans around the country. Uh, conversely, Trump's budget increases military spending by billions of dollars. This is money the Pentagon didn't even request. Trump's aim to uh, turn our country into a military state and he'll fund it on the backs of the poor. Well, this goes on and on and on into a rant, but um, I don't know. I don't understand this policy too well, and I don't know what he's doing with it, okay, but doesn't sound right, and uh, well, I also know we cut. It doesn't sound right. Money at all. for Meals on Wheels. For he people. cut money everywhere, you know, and, and it's uh, all programs for the poor. For the poor, yeah. But he continually enriches his wealthy friends, yeah, which is very is sick, sad. Sick shit, you know. I'm, I'm getting a little worried about this guy a lot. Well, this guy here, man, David Rockefeller, one of the most evil men alive, is finally dead at 101. That's right. 101 years old. Boy. Son of a bitch. Too mean to die. Conspiracy theorists the world over can rejoice. One of the most notoriously evil men in the world is no longer with us. Former Chase Manhattan Chief Executive David Rockefeller has died at the age of 101. Rockefeller died in his sleep at home in, Ro- in Pocantico. 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 Thank you. Pocantico, New York on Monday morning as a result of congestive heart failure, according to a family spokesman, uh, Fraser P. Seto. The businessman who had an estimated fortune of $3 billion retired as head of Chase Manhattan in 1981 after a 35-year career. Well, David Rockefeller, an immortal life of evil and treason. (laughs) Uh, Every... From every second in David Rockefeller's life, he's been one of the wealthiest human beings on the planet. Like the devil in the song by the Rolling Stone, he has always been a man of wealth and taste. Growing up in a nine-story house full of uh, Renaissance treasures doesn't make a normal child. If he were ever elected president of the United States of America, it would be a demotion. 
<laughs> and David Rockefeller is the only surviving grandson of America's first billionaire, John Davidson Rockefeller. Uh, Davidson Rockefeller. Because of his tremendous fortune and influence, David Rockefeller was at the forefront of the minds of every conspiracy theorist. He's even got a character on hit uh, cartoon show, The Simpsons, and for all the world to seem to be modeled after him, uh, which was Mr. Burns. You know, yeah. The guy, Burns, the guy. The owns, factory guy? No, he owns the nuclear. The, oh, the nuclear. Nuclear uh, site. It is impossible to imagine walking a mile in his shoes, but how can we be so quick to judge a life most of us could never begin to comprehend? Well, read on for more facts that make it exceedingly easy to dislike such a person. Here's a statement that was made by him, a very famous one. In fact, uh, he, was, he made it to the uh, Washington, New York Times, I think. Um, some men, uh, some even believe we are part of a secret cabal working against the best interests of the United States, characterizing my family and me as internationalists and of conspiring, conspiring with others around the world to build a more integrated global political and economic structure, one world, if you will. If that's the charge, I stand guilty, and I am proud of it. David Rockefeller. Huh. Yeah. of the U.S. How much money does David Rockefeller have, or did he have? What is David Rockefeller's worth? Well, you will find many cough official statements on uh, seemingly reputable websites that cite an obscene number, but you shouldn't believe it because the real number won't be found. It's called... A uh, page four or four page not found error if you like you you've all hit that uh-huh. you know uh but David's grandfather was the first billionaire right in America, and if you know how it takes money to make money, then you know the official numbers are just bunk junk for public consumption. If you were one of the wealthiest men on the planet when you were surely prefer that people believe that Bill Gates is worth more than you, and you'd only uh, leave a trail for a very small portion of your wealth, and this is what David Rockefeller has done. He's rumored to be worth over a trillion dollars, but Wikipedia says he's worth only $2.9 billion, which is a number so ridiculously low, one has to wonder if a person who put it there knows how to balance their own check with their own bank account. His Wikipedia is terrific for facts, but only if they fit the agenda of the global ar- ar- oligarchy. Um, how many... How much money did John Rockefeller have? Well, according to politically correct sources on uh, what is really controlled information on the Internet, David Rockefeller's grandfather uh, had just $1 billion. Adjusted for inflation, that amounts today to be worth $318 billion. Wow. Large sums of this fortune were donated to causes like medical research, but to assume that David Rockefeller inherited less than $3 billion from his grandfather would be rather silly. And now, let's try to adjust the total for inflation and add interest accrued. Would anyone like to attempt the math? We haven't discussed how much David made in his lifetime, but still, even conservative estimates are completely, utterly obscene. And how did they obtain so much fast wealth? Well, a lot of it is blood money, or money stolen from the poorest of the poor. And he explains... Um, Did you notice people are happy about his death? <laughs> That's because Rockefeller is a huge part of virtually every secret elite organization on the planet. 
He had his hands in military-industrial conflicts, profiting from pretty much all of the wars. He has secretly had his hands in the arms industry and was a major player among the banking cartels for decades. He was even rumored to be part of organ trafficking, sex slaves, and other black market legal trading. His work under the guise of philanthropy has caused the deaths of needless sufferings of millions. That's a sick guy, yeah? Uh-huh. This is one sick piece of work. You want to read some of that? Or no? no, go ahead. If I, you know, I'm listening. Okay. If you know who's, who's a person's... If you know who a person's friends are, you can tell what sort of person he is. Well, David Rockefeller and Henry Kissinger have been very close friends uh, since they first met in 1954. That says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. And why do people consider uh, Henry Kissinger to be so evil? Well, answer that one, and you'll know the same thing to be true about Rockefeller. Despite the monumental power and international influence Kissinger has welded over the past several decades, even more is welded by David Rockefeller. Wielded. Yeah, welded, wielded, yeah. In the, in the U.S., since the false flag attacks upon our own nation, only global al- oligarchy on 9 uh, nation by global oligarchy on 9-11, the people of the nation have seen tremendous drops in their personal wealth and also huge losses in jobs and opportunities. This has all been part of the plan for the banking cartels, and millions now know it. Many people believe Rockefeller was directly involved with the funding and planning of 9-11. Uh, and for some, it sounds far-fetched, but for those who have dug deeper into this uh, subject, they know there is a lot of damning evidence to prove. You know? But uh, th- this can go on and 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 on how evil the guy is. And I'm going well, to go, yeah. I'm gonna ask you to go to the site so you can have some fun reading it. Uh, but um, it is, what is the site? The Earth Child... TheEarthChild.co.za. Uh, I think it's from uh, New Zealand or something. Anyway, good, good site, good joke, good stuff. Oh, this is kind of funny. I don't know if anybody's getting Trump, uh, Trump, sleepitis, but uh, a lot of people seem to be getting it, especially in Seattle. You think they're staying up late tweeting him back? I don't know, but I, I have a lot of listeners, a reader, a lot of um, we have a lot of uh, readers from our on our website from Seattle. Actually, a very very large population of readers every month. And uh, Susan Rogers, a poet and attorney in California, is hurtling through space with no direction on a plan uh, on a plane that she discovers with horror has no pilot. Okay. Oh. Lisa Bowen, a journalist from East Penn, Pennsylvania, is racing frantically through a train that is headed the wrong way, flinging off her belongings so she can run faster, calling frantically for her son who is transgender. What's this? These are all dreams that people are having about Trump. Oh. Right. Rachel Prackman, who does canine rescue in New York's Upper West Side, is searching fruitlessly through her refrigerator for something to serve Michelle and Barack Obama, who have just happened to drop by for lunch. That was a nightmare. Yeah. And Allison Graham, a Los Angeles publicist, is in a hotel suite near her old Hell's Kitchen neighborhood in Manhattan, being interviewed by Donald Trump for a job as a supervisor on one of his big construction projects. 
but I don't know anything about real estate. I have no qualifications or experience, he tells them. Don't worry, you'll be great, he says. Then they all wake up. <laughs> and in blue America is having troubles with sleep, uh, tossing and turning as they lie awake uh, when falling into nightmares. And those who are suffering tend to blame the 45th president of the United States. To be sure, to be sure, a state of heightened anxiety over whoever is in the White House is not new. Two presidents ago, Kamala Charles Crosshammer coined Bush derangement syndrome, the symptoms of which were acute onset paranoia in otherwise normal people in reaction to the policies, the presidency, nay, the very existence of George W. Bush. That was us. Boy, we, yeah. were, we, were, we were in bad shape. Then. Next came Obama derangement syndrome, yeah. memorials by conspiracy spouting satirical character on the Stephanie Miller Happy Hour radio show. And now there's what Hollywood screenwriter Sam Friedlander has spoofed as Trump-induced anxiety disorder. Yeah. It's unfathomable. 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 And that inability to reason with it is frustrating. And the whole situation is also enraging. Who could sleep? There is no way to quantify whether there are more sufferers during the administration, during this administration, <laughs> than the previous ones. But for those going through it this time around, it certainly seems very new and very real, and it looms largest in the dead of night, says dozens across the country, who describe their pillow-punching wakefulness and fraught sleep to Yahoo News. Huh. Huh. And, uh, let's see. I fall asleep and wake up and get, a, and get a snack and toss and turn and try to make sense of what's going on, says Linda Allen who counsels parents of special needs children on Long Island. It's unfathomable, and that inability to reason with it is frustrating, and the whole situation is so enraging. Who could sleep? I have not slept a full night since the election, says New York fashion designer Arian Zucker. Um, I'm 56 years old. I have never had insomnia or issues with sleeping until this. What's going through their minds in the dark? Everybody's scared to death. Erica Kilborn, a training director for a software company who has just been diagnosed with cancer, worries she will lose her job as a result of her illness and not be able to afford a new insurance as a result of the change in her health care law. Les Grover, a Chicago writer, has spent more than one night calculating where in her home she could build fake walls behind which uh, to hide immigrants facing deportation. Craig Miller who advocates his school administrators on behalf of students and disabilities in and around Boston fear changes that the Department of Education will hurt those students. And it goes on. People have a tremendous amount of anxiety. Holy Christ. This article goes on and on and on. So, but anyway, if you can't sleep and you're dreaming tweet of Trump. Trump, yeah, tweet him. But, uh, you know, it could be Because he's awake. Because it could be him that's driving you nuts. Ten American foods that are banned in other countries. Yeah. Amazing, huh? Mm. Yeah. Our beef, probably. Uh, I think it's our chicken. Really? Beef, too, maybe. Definitely chicken. Because uh, uh, arsenic. Uh, in some way, in the fact 
some of the foods sold and served in America are banned in other countries shouldn't come to as much of a shock. Which, uh, uh, which amount of, uh, with the amount of artificial coloring, flavoring, and preservatives in foods sitting on grocery store shelves and in fast food restaurants, the list of toxic foo- foods to stay away from is growing from a day uh, by the day. If you're working on becoming more aware of what you're putting in your body, you want to check out this list of 10 foods that are freely sold in America but banned in other countries due to health concerns. Farm-raised salmon is number one. Yeah. Genetically engineered papaya. Uh, Ractopamine-tainted meat. Ractopamine is a drug that increases protein synthesis. It is used to make the animal more muscular with products which produces more meat. It is currently used in about 45% of U.S. pigs, 30% of uh, ration-fed cattle, as well as turkeys, and is banned in an astounding 160 countries across Europe, Russia, mainland China, and Republic of China. Wow. 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 So we we don't even know what the hell that is. It's it's not even on the labels. Flame-retardant drinks. (laughs) Flame-retardant drinks. Sodas and sports drinks that are citrus-flavored are common in the United States, but what most don't realize is that they contain brominated vegetable oil, or BVO, a synthetic chemical that was originally brought to the chemical companies as a flame retardant. Uh, Bromine is a uh, depressant to the central nervous system, and it's banned in Europe and Japan, and we have it in our soft drinks. Artificial colors and dyes. There are more than 3,000 preservatives, flavorings, and colors added to the food in the United States. Research has shown many of these food additives to produce hazardous health effects, including birth defects, cancer, and behavioral problems. Norway and Austria have banned the use of these harmful food additives. Arsenic-laced chicken. Baked goods with potassium bromate. Potassium bromate is used in an additive in breads and baked goods. Studies have linked potassium bromate to kidney and nervous system damage, thyroid problems, gastrointestinal discomfort, and even cancer. It's banned in Canada, China, and European Union. Potassium potassium bromate lab. That's in the cupcakes and stuff. uh, Olestra. Olestra. Yeah. Yeah, fat-free snacks. Your chips and french fries could contain Olestra causing problems such as diarrhea and cramps. I ate, I, when I first came out many, many years ago, I said, oh, fat-free um, um, chips. And I tried it. made me sick as a dog. Yeah. Really? Never ate it again. Yep, that's it. It turns out that's what it caused. It caused diarrhea, cramps, leaks, bowels, all kinds of problems. It's banned in the United States and in Canada, but it's still sold here. Milk and dairy laced with uh, RBGH. RBGH is a synthetic uh, version of natural bovine somatotropin that is injected into cows to increase milk production. In humans, it can increase risk for cancer by converting normal tissue cells into cancerous ones. Uh, RBGH is banned in Australia, New Zealand, Israel, European Union, and Canada. Rice. We're eating this stuff. Anyway, that's kind of our good deed for tonight. Tip you off on those. 
and the ruling said that the government should have used its regulatory powers to force the plant's operator, uh, uh, Tokyo Electric Power, to who were also held liable to take ex adequate preventative measures. This goes on, but you know, it's uh, pretty sick, folks. We pretty much screwed everything up. Some of it. But anyway, so that's our show for tonight. I want to thank everybody who joined us and uh, wish you the best. And join us next week when we have, uh, maybe we'll have uh, uh, our friend Larry going on.